Welcome back to Her Empowered Purpose. I am your host, Leah Simmons. I'm glad that you are back with me. Um, You will probably notice that I have changed the title um, of my podcast, and it is now called Her Empowered Purpose. And so I want to talk to my audience on today in regards to releasing your testimony. I think our testimony is extremely powerful, and there's a generation um, that does not know God. Um, And I'm wondering if they don't know God because we have not been those that have shared our testimony. And so I wanted to just take time out on today and to um, briefly share a portion of my testimony of how I came to the Lord and how he brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. I was um, um, so excited um, when when it happened. Um, didn't know what to expect or anything of that sort. It was one that was brought up in church. Uh, my dad was a pastor, and so I had the baptism of um, being baptized in in Jesus' name. I went to church every Sunday and didn't want to be in church, but I went um, because that was what we did in our home. And I can uh, remember when I um, turned 18, I I couldn't wait to turn 18, actually, because then we had the choice whether we were going to go or not. And at the time of 18, it was like, okay, so I'm choosing not to go. But it didn't stop what Um, God was already doing on the inside of me. And so um, fast forward, I'm now a young adult and I'm um, living out in the California area and um, was not going to church or anything of that sort, was pretty much doing church um, on on Sundays um, through the television. And so I can recall um, just life, you know, going through life. I'm married. I have two small children at this time and I'm going through life you know married um, working um, in the banking industry had been working in banking for probably over 11 years and at this particular bank that I was working with this was my actual first year with this um, particular bank and with this bank um, um, not even a whole year went by and the bank was being bought and so they were downsizing And in the downsizing, um, you know, it's very cutthroat when um, a company or organization is about to downsize because you can get caught anywhere in there. And so um, I did get caught. I got caught. I wind up um, losing my job. Um, I lost my job um, on a technicality. I say it's a technicality because they said I had several um, days where I was returning um, from lunch late. And I knew it wasn't as many as they said, but I also knew that I was um, in the midst of closing escrow. And so that was my reason for running back to my home um, at lunchtime, um, closing up some loose ends and then returning back to work. Um, Felt that I was getting back right on time, um, but to them as they were watching and clocking, um, evidently I was um, late um, several times. And so so I wind up losing my job in the midst of closing escrow. And I remember my husband at the time saying, well, what are we going to do? What 
you know, what should we do? And it's like, you know, I we're going to believe God. We're going to believe God and we're going to go ahead and close escrow. And um, and I believe God. I, I didn't know what God was going to do um, for us or um, but I believed God. And so in believing God, we went on and closed escrow. And um, um, now we're only dealing with one income. And um and so I said, well, you know, I'll start looking for a job. And um, I did. I started looking for work, putting out my resumes and all of that. And all doors were closed to me. And so I'm I'm starting to panic now. I'm not sure of what, you know, what's going to happen. And we're in this new home and um, with two small children. And, and my children were in a semi-private school. And so I did take them out of that school, um, you know, to cut some costs, took them out of that school and put them into public, um, into the public school system. And um, I remember going to the hairdresser, and it was a woman um, that I knew, and and um, and um, I began to you know clean up her shop after. Um, everything was done with for the day, and and she would um, pay me under the table, and just you know just collecting something, and. Um, but she also was the person that was um, sharing her drugs with me. And at that time, um, and during that time, we were, um, the drug of choice was speed. And so um, I had already tried the cocaine and and so um, we were doing speed and, and speed is just that, it speeds you up. And so I wind up taking um, those drugs and introducing those drugs to my husband at the time. And um, it turned out not to be a good thing later on because he wind up getting uh, addicted um, to, to those, um, to that, um, that particular um, drug. And so um, fast forward, um, <clears throat> I became desperate. I, I really became desperate. I didn't know what we were going to do. We we're living in this um, beautiful three-bedroom um, home, townhouse, and and um, and I just, I we just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do, and and so I'm getting desperate, and I'm calling out unto the Lord because um, I I don't know what to do. I, I'm say, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know how you're going to help me. I don't know what you're going to do for me, but I need your help. And and um, I remember doing all kind of prophetic acts. I'm looking hindsight now, and um, it, they were prophetic acts that I were doing. I, I, I couldn't even understand what I was doing, but I was literally pleading um, with the Lord um, in regards to saving me and, and delivering me and setting me free because I was in a place that I didn't know how to get out of. And um, at that particular time, my favorite um, preacher on television was Dr. Frederick Price. And so I would watch him um, every Sunday. Um, but he was coming to San Diego and he was going to be doing this crusade and he had partnered with some other churches in San Diego. And so they did this big crusade in the um, Civic Center of San Diego at our Civic Center. And um, I remember asking the ladies at the salon, hey, guys, you want to go with me? Yeah, Frederick Price is coming. Dr. Frederick Price is coming. And and um, everyone said no. And, and then I asked my um, husband at the time, do you want to go with me? 
you know, this is the guy that we would watch on television. He says, no. And then I asked my cousin and she says, no, I can't go. I've got something else going on. But I knew that I had to go. It was like I, I could not get out of going. Um, I couldn't say no to um, this um, situation that was being presented to me. And I knew that I had to go. And so um, at the time, my husband said, I'll take you down there and I'll come and pick you back up. And I said, okay, that's fine. And so I did go, didn't know anyone in this place. And the Civic Center is really huge. And so I find a seat. I'm just so nervous and and just a little high at that particular time as well. And so I'm sitting in the midst of this um, um, service. I don't even know what he was teaching or preaching, but after the teaching and preaching, there's always an altar call. <clears throat> and I hear the altar call. I hear him saying that this is the last call, that this is the last call. And what I'm hearing in my ear is that this is my last call. This is my last call. And so I stand up and I'm shaking all over and I'm I'm weeping and um um, and, and I begin to put my um, my begin to put my foot forward, and as I begin to walk, I begin to feel the strength coming in my legs, and I begin to walk down the aisle to go to the altar. And as I'm walking, I'm just weeping, weeping before the Lord. I'm just weeping. I'm just I'm just weeping before the Lord. And I get to the altar, and, and I'm shaking, and I'm nervous, and I'm weeping, and. Um, and so um, I had been in church, you know, my dad was a pastor and, and I had been baptized. And so, but the one thing I hadn't received was the, the Holy Spirit and I hadn't received that yet. Um, and not to my knowledge, I hadn't received it. And so um, there was... Um, um, they were pointing us in the direction for those that wanted to receive the Holy Spirit, and I did. And so I went into that direction, and and I remember that the um, the minister was teaching us, and he was teaching us out of the Book of Acts. He was giving us instructions. He was letting us know that you know now that we have believed that. Um, um, not, once you believe, you'll receive the Holy Spirit, right? And so we believed. We were at that place of now believing, and we we're going to receive the Holy Spirit. And and I didn't know what the Holy Spirit was. I didn't know what to expect or anything like that. And so um, after he instructed us in the Word of God, and he said, "Now you guys just you know begin to praise God. You know, praise Him by saying thank you, Jesus, or Hallelujah, however and whatever is comfortable for you." And I begin to praise Him by saying Hallelujah. And I begin to give him the highest praise. And in me giving God the highest praise, all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord comes upon me. And as the Spirit of the Lord comes upon me, what begins to come out of me is another language. And so I realize that, oh, oh, I'm speaking now in another language and, and I'm hearing this language come out of me. And see, I heard this language come out of me in my home. And then I realized, oh, this, oh, this is what it is. This is what the Holy Spirit is, right? And so, um, but let me um, stop right here to let you know that the Holy Spirit is not tongues, but it is the evidence that you have received um, the Holy Spirit. So when you do hear the tongues, another language coming out of 
of your mouth. It is evidence that you've received him, but the tongues is not the Holy Spirit. So I want to make that clear to you. But I did remember, um, so remember receiving the Holy Spirit at home and didn't understand, didn't have an understanding of it. And so I get up and I go towards the door because I'm, you know, I understand now that I had received the Holy Spirit, right? And so the woman at the door, the usher at the door said, well, you know, ma'am, we're not releasing people at this time. And so you will have to go back and sit down. And I got offended, you know, by by the way she said it. I got offended. Another usher came up to me and she says, ma'am, she says, you know, why don't you go and have a seat? She says, we're going to release and um, be re- dismissed all at the same time. And you just go back to your seat and, you know, continue to praise the Lord. And I did. And, and as I went back to my seat and I begin to praise the Lord again. I'm telling you, um, people that are listening, my audience, I'm going to tell you that the Lord just saturated me. He saturated me. He he not just overshadowed me with his very present, but I was saturated inside out, inside and out. I was saturated. I was so drunk in the spirit. I was drunk and I knew that I was drunk. And so when you read in the book of Acts that the, um, the men thought that um, Peter and them were drunk, Yes, they were drunk, but they were drunk with new wine. And I was drunk with new wine. And so after um, we were dismissed, I mean, I'm a drunk woman now, right? And I'm just, and drunk people, they just love on people, right? And I'm just loving on people. I'm just loving and I'm just full of joy and and I'm just overtaken um, by the spirit of the Lord overshadowed by him, overtaken. And I knew that I have encountered him. I knew that I encountered the Holy Spirit. And so loving on people and and just so excited and and, um, in regards to what the Lord has done. And then at um, my husband at the time, he comes and he picks me up and I get in the car and I'm just talking a mile a minute. Uh, I am just uh, a motor mouth. I'm just telling him about the experience and telling him what the Lord has done and and just overjoyed, just overshadowed um, and overjoyed with God's presence. And um, we get home and, and I begin to um, pick up the word of God and I'm reading and I'm saying, hey, remember when Dr. Frederick Price was talking about this? Well, this is what this means. And the spirit of the Lord began to give me revelation. And I'm just getting revelation out of the things that I'm reading. And so then I take my cigarettes because I was a smoker at the time and take my cigarettes into my hands and I uh, smash them all up and I throw them down the toilet. And and at this time, I'm t- I'm, I went on and I took a shower. And as I'm showering, I'm just I'm just bubbling. I'm over. I'm just overjoyed um, with his very presence. And all of a sudden, I begin to sing in the spirit. And um, I'm singing in tongues. I'm singing um, um, in tongues. And it's like, wow, it's so beautiful. It's just a, such a heavenly language. Um, and it is just that, a heavenly language. And 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 I'm singing in the spirit. And, and when I get out of the shower, and my husband at the time says, why do you, you have to do that all the time? And, and it's 
like I can't I can't help it. It's just over it's bubbling up and I'm just releasing what's bubbling up on the inside of me. And um I'm just having um it it, it goes on for days just to just this experience, just this encounter with the Lord and, and it was just un it, it, it was just unstoppable. Um um because I believe he was just saturating me with his very presence. So I want to say to my audience that that he wants you to encounter him. He wants you to have an encounter with him and that you would not harden your heart on the day of provocation and that as he tugs on you, that you would not um, harden your heart, that you would yield to him because it is the goodness of the Lord that will bring us to a place of repentance. And as we lift up Jesus, he's the one that draws all men unto him. We don't um, come to him. He draws us to him. It is through loving kindness that we are being drawn unto him. And so as he's drawing you, don't harden your heart. Don't back up. Don't don't resist him, but um, embrace him. Embrace what he wants to um, um to to give unto you and that is salvation he's calling you into a place of salvation and so i want to leave that with the audience that he wants to encounter you and he wishes that none would perish but that all would come to a place of repentance and so um so i say um, that to you, um, that he wants to bring you um, into this new place with him. He wants to make everything new. All things are old, you know, uh, behold, all things are old and all things have become new. And he wants to make all things new for you. And so I'm going to leave this portion of my testimony with you. I hope that it encouraged you. And I hope that it will inspire those that are listening to share your testimony because there are many that need to hear our testimony. They need to know that God brought us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. They need to know, you know, the things that we've walked through, the things that we've experienced. They need to know and that it is only a God like our Jehovah that is able to save, that there's no other name that um, is able to save us but the name of Jesus. And so as I leave this with you, I pray that you are encouraged by this testimony. And at this point, I will say shalom to you.